0: Well, good morning to you all. Uh, I'm Mark, and I have the joy of being able to say Happy New Year. You know, I parked my car just there by the uh, by the tyre garage, and there was a guy arriving to have his tyres changed. <coughs> I suggested it might have been on Tuesday. And I said to him, Happy New Year. And he said, well... Yeah, but like what a year it's been and what's going to happen this year. And, and I wished, I wished, I wished I told him this. Let's start 2023 with some words from Jesus. And this is John 14 and you'll know these words. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me so that you may also be where I am. You know the place where I'm going. Words of Jesus. so we might think oh happy new year what's the year going to bring but we can have confidence we can have encouragement we can have just a approach to life that Jesus Christ died for us and he will come back and he will lead us home and new year it's a time isn't it for for reflection looking back you might have seen in the media like the quiz of the year or you know the the best emerging new bands of the year you might have seen celebrities who are no longer with us Um, it's really a time for reflection what happened in the year but there's also a time for anticipation and and looking forwards Uh, maybe you Stayed up late, went past midnight, and you counted down the kind of seconds uh, before Big Bang struck midnight. Maybe a a dark, handsome stranger broke into your house at midnight carrying some coal. (laughs) It's a tradition, right? Um, I don't think that happened to anybody last night. But, you know, we can look ahead, can't we, to 2023. Dare I mention it? You don't have to answer this question. You know, did you have a New Year's resolution? You know, is this the year? How's your 2022 resolutions coming on? How long did they last? Yeah, I know. I don't have the willpower to kind of change my life for, I don't know. Going out running or eating less or any of those things—I don't have the willpower. Um, I remember when I was younger than Asher, I decided that I would read the Bible over the year, and I remember giving up uh, all of those genealogies of kind of begat, 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 and that resolution—I don't have the strength in me to uh, to make these changes to my life. But uh, but our our beautiful, encouraging scripture for New Year's Day encompasses both looking back at history and looking forwards and taking stock of where we are. So Andy and I selected this passage for today under the title A New and Living Way. So I'm just going to bring us a short reflection to lead us into communion on this topic, a new and living way. And the passage comes from Hebrews 10, verses 19 to 26. So if you have Bibles with you, maybe you'd like to turn to, uh, to Hebrews. It's towards the end of the, uh, the New Testament before the, the Johns and the Peters and the Jameses and Jude. If you've got a phone with a Bible on, feel free to have your phone out to, uh, to read this passage with me. So this is Hebrews 10 and it's verses 19 to 26. In, in my NIV version, this is captained a call to persevere. Therefore brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, there is the new and living way, opened for us through the curtain, that is, the body. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So, Happy New Year well, yeah, but he's just gone and like what's happening. No, let us hold unswervingly to the faith because those words of Jesus that I started with were true then for his disciples and they're true now for us. Jesus Christ has gone before us and will come back and lead us into a new kingdom with him. So just a short piece of context for uh, this book, Hebrews. It's written in the second half of the first century. There's still some first-hand witnesses to the life of Jesus. There's many more who have heard about the good news from those first-hand witnesses. It's written by an unknown author, Um, Someone who didn't see Christ but has been led to Christ through those witnesses. But things are going wrong. Nero is the emperor in Rome and he's starting the persecution of the Christians. Uh, Earlier on in, uh, in the book, the author writes, Remember those who are in prison and remember those who are mistreated. And and the recipients of this letter, uh, some of them, Hebrews, and us, witnessed Christ's resurrection, witnessed the ascension, witnessed the coming of the Holy Spirit. And we, like them, are anxiously waiting for Christ's return. For Christ to fulfill that promise that I read from John's Gospel. But for the Hebrews... And for us, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen this year. I don't think that we'll face persecution, but there are believers in the world who are being persecuted for their faith right now. And when the Hebrews were saying, Christ promised to return, when will he return? When will he fulfill his promise? Well, the purpose of this letter, Hebrews, is to encourage the Hebrews to to persevere, to believe in Christ's promise, to trust in God. And it's true for them and it's true for us. The author is telling us to persevere and to have that unswervable faith in God and in the promises of God. And this letter is also rhetoric. is argument that's showing, demonstrating, proving, motivating the people who hear this letter. That Christ is superior. Superior to the prophets and superior to the law. And superior to a great number of the uh, the traditions and the history of the Jewish nation. If you read the whole letter you'll read... Better, more, greater, countless times. The author is saying Christ Jesus is the fulfilment of God's promises. And he is greater than, is more than anything that's come before. Jesus said, didn't he, I've come to fulfil the law and the prophets. And this book, this letter to the Hebrews convinces us, persuades us, motivates us that Jesus Christ is the truth. So it's a lovely, lovely passage for New Year's Day. It looks back, doesn't it? It looks back to the Mosaic law. And for the the people who read this letter or heard this sermon perhaps being preached, this is... Comforting and reassuring and dependable because it's it's based on the mosaic law of the sin offering. So the people who heard this uh, uh, this part of scripture will feel that oh yeah, that's you know that sin offering, we we, we know that from our custom and our traditions. Of course, the passage I read. Starts with that key word that we have to listen out for. Therefore. So we do need to step back a little bit to find out what was being argued before. And this is so comforting for us. It's so comforting. Our sins have been forgiven. Christ Jesus, through his sacrifice, shedding of his blood on the cross, has restored us Out of sin into a relationship with God. And that's true for us. Our sins are forgiven. We no longer have a guilty conscience. What about if we accidentally sin and we don't realise that we've sinned? Jesus Christ has saved us. He is the one sin offering for all. And that sin offering we read in Leviticus 4. You could go and read it uh, later today if you want. The high priest, the man appointed by God, purifies himself through water. He becomes ritually clean and he enters into the most high place, the place where God is. And people fear to go. People are not allowed to go because this is where God is. And he makes a blood offering. Shedding of blood is the sacrifice for sin. But the writer to the Hebrews shows that Christ is superior to all of that. Just in the passage before. And where these sins have been forgiven, there's no longer any sacrifice for sin. We don't need to send High priests into the most holy place to make a sin sacrifice. Because Christ Jesus has made that sacrifice for us. And we know that. And we can trust it. And we can hold unswervingly to that truth. Christ has the superiority. And he's opened the way. He's split that curtain That we read about in this passage. It's opened the way to God. All of us. Through Christ's sin offering. Can approach God. In a holy way. We're freed from sin. We're freed from the burden. Of I'm not worthy enough. We no longer have a guilty conscience. Christ has forgiven. Our sins. And we are now through Jesus Christ. We are holy, we are set apart, we are able to approach God and bring him our worship and our praise, not through some intermedi- intermediator, not through some intermediary or some, uh, someone mediating for us, but we now, through Christ, can approach God. So I think this passage would be comforting in its way of looking back to the Mosaic law and what God did with his people in the past. But it also, doesn't it look ahead? It looks to how we're changed and what we can come into. We can start the new year assured of this new and living way. We don't have to persevere and struggle and battle on in our own strength but through our faith in Christ since we know that we've got this great high priest through the coming of the Holy Spirit Jesus his spirit in us we can go into the coming year with full assurance that Jesus Christ loves us, he walked this earth, he died for us, and we are restored into that relationship with God through what Christ has done. I don't know if you're a New Year's resolution type of person. Maybe you made a New Year's resolution. But I'd like us to agree this together from holy scripture let this be our prayer for 2023 let this be the way that we approach all that's to come through the coming year let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess let us hold Unswervingly to the hope that we profess. Secondly, consider how we can spur one another on in love and good deeds. Consider how we can spur one another on in love and good deeds. Let us continue to meet one another. Let's come and worship God in this public forum. Let's meet together in our life groups. Let's get involved in the work of the church. Maybe we can make tea and coffee. Maybe we can um, bring cakes. Maybe we can come and serve in this building and all the activities that happen here during the week. So let us continue to meet one another. And perhaps most of all, if we just remember one thing from this list of four things, let us encourage one another. Let us encourage one another. Not, oh good morning, how are you? But deep spiritual encouragement. Let's get under the veneer and reach out to one another in love. And encourage one another as we face whatever the year will hold. And we know that Christ is in us in his spirit. So we don't need strength or power or deep scriptural knowledge or kind of out of our own strength. We can just open ourselves up to the work of the Holy Spirit. To fulfill these four I don't even want to call them resolutions and we know that we can accomplish all things through the body and blood of our saviour and, and as we share communion together in just a few minutes let us reflect on the shed blood of Christ that sin offering that once and for all sin offering of Christ and his broken body that opened the way for us into a relationship with God and in closing this is my prayer for us for 2023 as we look ahead to the coming year no fate i dread I know that I am forgiven. The future sure I will prepare a way for you. The price it has been paid. For Jesus bled and suffered for my pardon and he was raised to overthrow the grave. To this I hold. My sin has been forgiven. Jesus, now and forever is my plea. Oh, the chains are released. I can sing, we are free. Yet not I, but through Christ in us. Heavenly Father, we praise you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for his sacrifice for us On the cross, we thank you for the truth, the promises that he made. Father God, we long for your coming in glory. I will come for you, Jesus says. And as we wait, let us hold unswervingly to these truths. And not through our strength, Christ Jesus, but through your Holy Spirit, in each one of us. Amen. Amen.